You are listening to the Hodges Huddle, where we discuss all things happening in the wide world of sports. Here is your KLSU sports team. Welcome into the Hodges Huddle. I am your host, Nathan Long. I'm joined today once again by Tyler Viso. How are you doing today, sir? Good. It's getting hot outside. It is getting way too hot outside, and I am not a fan of it. I like the heat, but there is there is a breaking point where you're like, all right, I'm kind of done with this. You can tell it's peak college baseball season when it starts to get like this, mm-hmm. which is what we'll be talking about today. We will be talking about the LSU baseball team and their prospects in the postseason. Um, they are set to play in the SEC tournament and potentially a regional. We'll get into that. Um, before we kind of look into the future and pray for good results, we're going to kind of do a regular season review. Uh, Tyler, how has this season lived up to your expectations? Super underwhelming. The baseball team was very underwhelming this year, but the good news is you have a lot of bright spots. Trey Morgan was amazing. Dylan Cruz was amazing, and Jordan Thompson was amazing, and they were freshmen. Mm-hmm. So you definitely have them for two more years, no matter what, because of NCAA rules. Um, you have some weak points, though. Malazzo was a terrible hitter, played some decent defense. Very good defense. Very good defender, but, man, he automatic hit. out. Yeah, so it didn't matter. It's like a pitcher then, being in your lineup. And then you had some injuries. Jaden Hill getting injured kind of put a wrench in it, but Mikhail Hilliard did come up clutch for a much-needed yeah. Sunday guy. Yeah, but then and you also lost Beck as well. Yeah, I think there's a lot of problems that need to be resolved before next season, but you have the pieces to build a good team. Yeah, this this was an extremely underwhelming season. I mean, we talked about it early in the season. You know, one of the questions I always ask, what's, what do you expect out of this team? And it was, they're going to Omaha, right? Yeah. It's what everyone expects. This is LSU. We go to Omaha. It's what we do. I mean, well, maybe not under Maneri, but we do do it normally with different coaches, specifically Skip Bertman, which you should tune in tonight and watch that documentary. Um, but, um, yeah, super underwhelming. I was super depressed with how things played out. It all started to unravel in SEC play and – it didn't help that you fielded probably one of your most underwhelming baseball teams with one of your worst, like the highest strength of schedule you've had in years. Yeah, I mean, like I you're number three in the country, I'm pretty sure. That didn't help. That definitely didn't help. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, that think about like what makes me laugh, I think, and you probably think the same thing, is you imagine how un- you're so underwhelmed about a baseball team that snuck into Hoover and made – is will barely make a regional because like your baseball team has been so good over yeah. the past 30 years that if you don't go to Omaha you're like wow let's blow up the team it's terrible yeah, yeah exactly so imagine I mean like that's the good news is that LSU baseball has been so good so long that like sneaking into a regional is like wow we're terrible mm-hmm. when in reality a lot of teams pray to make a regional once every blue moon yeah um, but I'll tell you what there was something that depressed me and underwhelmed me way more than anything else right at the end of the season um, so f- every year for years on years, everybody's been saying, hey, LSU, stop losing midweek games and stop losing in-state games. <laughs> they did it all year. They were perfect on midweek games, perfect in-state games. They did not play too late sadly. That got canceled because of, I think, rain. It was rain. But, um, yeah, going to the last last game before Texas A&M, last midweek game against Northwestern State, obviously up in Natchitoches. I couldn't pick out Natchitoches on a map if you ask me. No idea where it is. I think it's North Louisiana. It's like mid. Yeah. It's like mid. I know. I know where it is. I think. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we play them and we lose. Yeah. Blow, blow both. How disappointing was that? Right at the end. That of the was year. like that was like one of the last like small victories we had this year that you were like, yeah, yeah, at least we did that. I was so happy about that. I'm like, hey, you know, look, we cared about midweek games for once. 
That's because this year was the first time in a long time when you were like, wow, the midweek games really need to pad the stats and the schedule <laughs> because we need wins like a hog needs slop. Yeah, I guess so, they were very important, so I guess they tried a lot harder. A, yeah, there's a big difference nowadays mm-hmm. because of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So we talked about how disappointing the season was. What in particular disappointed you the most? Oh, I don't even know. I think I think the beginning of the season, like the losses to Oral Roberts and you were dropping weird games was kind of just like the breaking point. Because like in the SEC, you played Vander, you played Mississippi State, then Vanderbilt in your first two weekends. And you Which were just is, like, oh, oh my, my goodness. You're like, okay, well, we're not going to play them. And then that was the lows were losing some series that like you just could not afford to lose because your schedule was so hard. The highs was definitely the old Miss the old Miss series should have been well. Yeah, even that was disappointing. It wasn't, but you won the series against a team that was ranked, and we were not doing well at the time. And the up. team actually showed you good, like yeah. good play on the field, and they were like they looked capable of like winning baseball games, as opposed to like in the, like some of those games. I mean, they're hitting their averages were like, oh my goodness. I'm just realizing something. Did LSU sweep an SEC series, SEC series at all this year? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. We oh probably, I think oh we lost wow. one or more in every series. Yeah, con- like, I mean, you had, like, random losses to Kentucky. They should have beaten – hey, they should have taken the series from South Carolina. They lost that. Ole Miss, we lost it. There was so many losses. Texas they A&M. Texas A&M was a weird one because they did pull Marceau. They said it was fatigue, which is fine. Yeah. And he's probably going to pitch tomorrow. He is, according to Maneri, so. That's fine, but uh, he's not going to pitch – I mean, he he's not going to his usual seven. I don't think, I think he's going full seven. I mean, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I think you might see Mikhail Hilliard come out like after only a couple must days. Win, I mean, this is a must-win game. Yeah, this is a must-win game. You have to. I mean, we'll talk about it later. But to win this upcoming game would be super, super uh, important. important. Uh, what was the biggest surprise for this year that you were, you know, pleasantly surprised? Not a bad surprise. The freshman. Yeah. The freshman. Like you knew Dylan Cruz was great. Like he was the one that was like he denied the draft to come to LSU. Cause that everyone was like his dream. knew he was going to be great. yeah. Everybody knew he was going to be great. But I mean, Trey Morgan and Jordan Thompson in the infield have been electric. I mean, to have them to have those guys who are they're MLB ready. Jordan Thompson needs a little bit more work. Trey Morgan is MLB ready. Trey Morgan is the best. I, I said this before we started. The best defensive first baseman I've ever seen suit yeah. up for LSU ever. He, yeah, he's the most athletic. He was hitting the ball amazing. And he's a double machine. He is, and like he can, and I mean, obviously everybody got to work on a little bit of something, but like Trey Morgan is like <laughs> probably, he? but he is MLB ready. <laughs> Does he's, he have anything to work on at all? I mean, I guess maybe like get a little bit more power, get some home runs in, but like yeah. that's not everyone's game. So to is that lift. even a yeah? And but like the freshmen this year have been phenomenal. I mean, yeah. even like there were guys that played like minimal games that were still good enough to me to be like, well, at least the future is bright here. Yeah. You look at them and you look at some of these guys. And even some of the freshman pitchers that came in, because I think wasn't on. Um, Jamie Coleman. He was. He shows flashes He's of greatness. Okay. He showed flashes yeah. in the midweeks, and he would he would come into games in the beginning of the season. He'd come in and he would just be a liability. He was much. He, he was like much better as the year went on. He's got. He's showing bright spots to be really good next yeah. year to earn maybe maybe a starting role maybe maybe your Sunday guy. Because you're definitely. Goes. I think because Lavis is a senior too, so you're definitely losing two of your starters. So I think that's. Yeah, it just depends on what Jaden Hill does because of injury. So we. Yeah, we got to hope his injury just goes, you know, okay, and he should be okay. Mm-hmm. So next year you are fielding a completely new pitching staff. Mm-hmm. But the good news is is that your lineup is going to be super consistent what it was this year because you don't really look at too many guys leaving. So I think we're going to be okay. My biggest surprise was that, I mean, Dylan Cruz did not disappoint because a lot of those big-name prospects will come here and disappoint. I mean, but he was just electric. From day one was seeing the ball at a college yeah. level. Like, didn't didn't have a lot of strikeouts early in the season. I mean, he came out and, boom, started hitting. Mm-hmm. He's got good power. He's He can get extra bases. He can fly. 
he he's pretty good. He's he was very much as advertised. So we've talked a lot about some good players here, but who is your LSU regular season MVP? Ooh, it's probably going to be two, I, would, I would go two I, guys. I would say Trey. I would say Trey Morgan, but I also give a seniority nod to Gavin Dugas cuz that guy is a warrior. Because he he just kept getting better as he He went did. On. And he's he's an electric guy. He's very emotional and he came up with some clutch hits. So did Doty. Like there there's some guys, I think Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan are probably like your first two that you would be like they were amazing. But I'd give the nod to Gavin Dugas, man. What he did the other night after getting injured at Texas A&M and then coming back the next day and clutching up to get the win on Saturday. It, like, mm. a must win. A hands down. That was make or break. You lose the series Texas A&M, season is over. Hands down. Yeah, I, I also I do want to shout out Doty. He's not my pick, but Doty made substantial improvement this year, and it was good yeah. to see him uh, grow as a player. Um, but, yeah, Trey. I, I Trey go, Morgan. I, mean, I got to go Trey. That guy was – that guy was – Amazing. I yeah. mean, he had the speed. I mean, he was there was like he had what a three game streak of hitting triples. Yeah, triples. I mean, how, how often do you see a triple you in baseball? Very. I'm, I, when I play MLB the show, I tell you, I've played a lot. I've gotten one triple. The there you go. Time I've ever there you go. MLB the I mean, show. to have the speed to stretch a double into a triple and yeah. hit, and he had a three game streak. I mean, so mm-hmm. him. I mean, he's he's definitely one of the best ones on the team. Opposite of the spectrum here. Uh, who is your least valuable player? Or let's change that P to a different word. Least valuable person. Um. Okay. Well, if we're going person, you know where I'm going with this. I. I mean. <laughs> okay. So there's a couple. I mean, injuries kind of screwed over like Beck and Giacomo. Malazzo is just a super disappointment. I mean, catcher is like a very is probably probably the one of the most valuable positions in the game. Mm-hmm. Catcher, because you need a good catcher. Any good team, if you look at their catcher, he has good power, and he can gun you down to second base. Yeah, they don't—I mean, catchers aren't necessarily, like, you know, your your 300 hitters. They're not the, the greatest hitters in the world, but they— They got power. They, they got power, and they can make some good contact. I mean, is not that. He's like your sacrifice—like, maybe even like your sacrifice fly guy or something like he, that. I don't hey, even know. Hey, he lays down a good sack bunt. That's okay, sad. I when your hear, catcher's bunny, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> your catcher should never be bunny. Your catcher should be a swing for the fence kind of guy, unless it is a, literally a sheer offensive play. Okay, but who's your least valuable person? Go for Malazzo. it. Malazzo. Really? Okay, yes. you're going Malazzo. Okay, yes, I'm going he, Maneri. Oh well, he's not. A, he's not. <laughs> That's why I changed the word to person. Well, he's just a. He's just a whole. He's just old. Yeah. I don't even know. Okay, he's terrible. I think we'll we'll do another podcast later, probably after all postseason's all done. We'll do a recap of Omaha as a whole. Talk uh, some baseball. Talk some actual college baseball. Um, but, yeah, he was terrible. I guess uh, DiGiacomo, if I had to pick a player, was really disappointed for me. Beck um, not pitching a single game is a little disappointing to me, too. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Yeah. He's number eight on your team. Didn't play a game. Yeah. He got a hit, though, if we want to pat ourselves I mean, but that's not, his, that's not his fault. I mean, he got hurt. I know, but it's just like, man, that's a disappointment. Because, that, I mean, that's a guy. That's your bullpen right there. I mean, that's a guy that gets you He gets you out of a jam. He could he could do anything, and he just didn't play. He didn't pitch a ball. I'll say a, I'll say a person that I think some people would say, but I heavily disagree with Devin Fontenot. Look, I'm not a big Devin Fontenot guy, but he was not. He had his moments, okay? Yeah, he had some good moments. He clutched. He, was, he clutched up in enough moments to where you wouldn't call him a disappointment. Nope. Yeah, he was. He was about where I expected him to be. Honestly, he's he he would. The thing about it is he's like he was the definition of a excitement player where for some oddball reason he just had to have the bases loaded and then all of a sudden he just like turned into like a monster <laughs> and it was like boom slam the door yeah. like he he was like a heart he attack needed guy. the pressure he was like a heart attack kind of guy like I don't know why but that's fine because there, there's people like that tell you what no nobody on this baseball team so so when you're in the press box some people might not do this you're not allowed to cheer it's like one of the 
really rules the press yeah, you box. You'll get cheer. thrown out. Ronald almost got thrown out for cheering once. Fun story. You really have to keep yourself calm in there. But, man, Fontenot gets me hyped. <laughs> it's hard. Like, it is hard to just sit there and act like nothing – I mean, you can you can let out a, like a little yes, but like Dude. you can't you can't like yeah. I always went with like just the the fist bump, like the Tiger I get the, Woods I get fist, the fist bump. Like, yeah, yeah, that's all mine. I could do. Because like because we always had like Glenn West next to us. He always sat next to us yep. at the games, and me and him would always be talking. And we're just like we're like yeah, this is good, but like we always just kept it cool. We had to keep the cool, so yeah. it's good. <laughs> keep it cool. Um, all right, who's a player you think uh, fans will overlook in their performance this year? Ooh, probably probably Doty. Doty, 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 Doty was mine. Yeah, Doty was. Very inconsistent on the hits. He played a solid glove at third base. He didn't. He didn't really make too many mistakes early in the year. He did, he did. But, but he yeah. he wasn't bad. I think I think he was overlooked as a guy that they expected a lot out of, and then they were like, oh, well, he's not playing up to it, and they just shipped him off to the island of misfit toys. And then he kind of he he had some he had some plays. I'll say Jordan Thompson as well. I mean, because he gets overlooked because of you know when we talk freshman, we're usually talking Cruz and Morgan, but. Man, yeah. remember if you remember first cup podcast we did about LSU baseball. What was our biggest concern about defense? Left side it of the was, infield. Yeah, it was left side of the infield. And he shirted it up. Like he was great. I I can't think of many errors. I mean, he's a cannon too. He was. He, he made was, some great throws to home, which were really ballsy. He had some. He had some crazy plays where, like, mm-hmm. he would. He had a double play the other night where, like, it was um, Bianco. I think missed it. Gives him the yeah. late toss, and he guns it down the first for the double play. Yeah, I remember he was that. Good. That was. <laughs> he's man. good. Speaking of, hey, speaking of Bianco, he had a good little series against good he, um, defensively. Maneri kind of put him in at the Ole Miss game, and then LSU started to turn that corner after beating Ole Miss, and he was like, well, I'll keep the lineup. If it works, it works. Bianco is good enough. I mean, there's no real good second baseman. To, yeah, know, I mean, you want to play Zach Arnold? That's your next best guy. He's a liability on defense. Yeah, he's not great, and he's not. He's not even he's a o- sure bat. He's okay on on offense. Like he's not. He's bad. not a sure bat though. You wouldn't. You he'd be your eighth or ninth guy. Him and Malazzo would be budding up together down there. So. Yeah. Um. All right. I guess we'll talk more about the uh, the postseason. Uh, before we get directly into it, what's your biggest fear about this team going forward? Not making a regional. You you get blown out tomorrow night, and then you don't get the nod for the regional. Yeah. Because you need – I mean, I mean – If you get to close, I think you have a shot. Let's be honest with ourselves. A little bit of luck is necessary to get to a regional right now. A little bit of luck. Yeah. Not a ton. You don't need a prayer. You don't need a miracle. But you need just a little bit of luck and just for somebody to look at you and say, hmm, they did some good things. They did some bad things. Let's put them in the tournament and see what they can do because LSU baseball, they've done it before. They can do it again. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, LSU, this year they went 34-21 and 13-17 and 17 in the SEC. That is – oh, my gosh. I hate that so much. 13-17 and 17 That's in pretty the bad. SEC. Whew. As of right now, a lot of projections uh, do have LSU going to a regional by the skin of their teeth, uh, but that can change with the upcoming SEC tournament. Uh, LSU, who is – uh, ranked ninth in the SEC is set to take on number eight Georgia tomorrow at 5:30 in the great city of Hoover, Alabama. Just kidding, never been. I have no idea how good Hoover is. I've never been. I hear it's. I hear LSU fans pack it, so it gets kind of fun. It's like it's like Alex Box. Yeah. West. Mm-hmm. Georgia. East. Georgia went 30 and 23 overall, and the same record in the SEC, 13 and 17. Somehow ranked ahead of us, but as you mentioned, it doesn't really matter. Played the same game. Same game, but I don't know. It bothers me. Um. Their only really big series win came against Vanderbilt, kind of like how ours was Ole Miss. <laughs> nah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, how do you feel about LSU going into this game? It's winnable if that's if that's what you want to hear. I mean, this team this team has been playing well enough as of late to win this game. 
I don't know if they're even – I don't know if we have anybody – who their pitcher is. I don't know much about what George is doing. Yeah, I looked a little bit into it. Um, they don't seem like a very strong offensive team in terms of, of like, getting big hits. Uh, not a single hitter of there has a uh, OPS over 1,000. OPS is uh, on-base plus slugging. It's probably one of the best stats to use in baseball. And uh, LSU has two. They have Trey Morgan, Gavin Dugas, and this is an SEC sp- place uh, specifically, by the way, not overall. Yeah. Um, but they do get on base. That's their big thing. They get on base, it looks like, at a decent rate. Um, so, you know, have a lot of double plays. That's how you win this game. I, this get the game, ball on the ground. Yeah, This. I don't think, I don't think they're going to, like, you know – knock like they're not going to just sit there and manufacture runs on you like that mm-hmm. i think i think they're going to play like you know just sound baseball try not to make errors and then try to keep their starter in as long as possible that's going to probably be their game if i had to guess how georgia plays i don't i don't really know i didn't who watch wa- georgia who game. watches georgia baseball i'm i don't even I, like georgia probably doesn't have a ton of fans when it comes to baseball yeah they're too busy being hyped for a football team that always loses recruiting classes they love recruiting <laughs> they classes they love their recruiting classes that yeah. just transferred to other schools within yeah. 2 years yeah they got they got all their <laughs> trophies about how good they are at recruiting and then yeah. they look at their wall and say hmm not as great no <laughs> this is a baseball podcast we should probably focus on baseball <laughs> um although i guess i guess everyone's pretty happy about making fun of georgia football but anyway uh, you know, I, this next question, I wrote it before we knew for sure that Marceau was pitching. The question was, who will be pitching for the Tigers? But, new question, how confident are you and Marceau going into this game? I'll, I have confidence that he'll go five. Eh, not, I wouldn't even say five. I'd say he goes five. I would say worst-case scenario is, like, he just comes out just sh- short rest, not ready, not mentally prepared like he should be or physically or whatever. And they knock him out in one, and then we just start losing at the, at the first at the drop of a hat. Boom, losing. Mm-hmm. I think his best would probably be five, and then you, I guess, it's your question is how far do you see LSU going in this tournament? Mm-hmm. If you think that you like, if you somehow think some way that you're gonna go and beat Arkansas and then win another <laughs> one, then maybe you didn't. No know. way. Okay, I'm just no, but like if you think that, then you pull hey, more. Hey, we did. We, we did beat Arkansas. To be fair, we, we beat them once. It. We did do it. We beat them so, once. We did exactly what we needed to with them. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, eh, miracles happen. We'll take it. I think yeah. Marceau probably goes five with a, with a solid outing, and then we probably go Coleman to then to Fontenot to close it out. I think Will Helmers will probably might get a, a little bit of time because I, he didn't play at all this week. So he is he is normally your midweek starter. So he might see okay. Yeah, Helmers I, is. I solid. think Helmers would be your uh, your first bullpen guy. Yeah, I could He's see solid, them going. Yeah, it depends how the game goes because if like all of a sudden you guys because I mean this is a must win game. Make no mistake, this is a must win game. LSU has to win. So you put in your ace Marceau, and you see what happens, but. You need to have three or four pitchers. You know Fontenot's closing because you got to win. 100%. So that lead, you take two or three guys right now. You would take Coleman, Coleman, Helmers, and then like I don't even think I don't even know who else you could put in. Maybe like Hasty. Maybe you throw in Hilliard again. Just I just you, don't think if you you're, can do if that. If you're putting in Hilliard, you're basically saying we don't care about the Arkansas game. Yeah, because he's like. <laughs> or you could put Labus in, but that would be a little no, weird. No, because you need Labus. You're gonna need Labus for. Wednesday when you play Arkansas, that's who you're pitching. Yeah, that are you that are you just take a miracle. That's what I'm, I'm saying. You can save the Arkansas game and you do everything to win this game. That's what I'm thinking too. That that's are you why I think go, Labus might do it. You go, 
you don't pitch Helmers tomorrow and you go Coleman to Fontenot, hoping you only go three pitchers, and then Labus Helmers and then you then you have a bunch of people for Arkansas for just a crisis situation in case the game's close. And yeah. you're like, well, you're gonna see all the best arms we have, and you go like Labus Hilliard, and then you throw in Helmers or something like that. It's kind of, it's kind of a contradiction here because you like at the same you want to not use a lot of pitchers against. Um, against Georgia, but at the same time, you don't expect Marceau to go longer than five. So it's it's a real balancing act. Like you would depends. need you would need Helmers to go like six to seven, maybe six to eight. Fontenot come in the ninth, maybe Fontenot comes in mid th- midway through the eighth, something like that. Yeah, depending on your run situation. If you get exactly. put in a situation, put Fontenot in to get a save there. Yeah, it's. I think you're gonna have a problem with Georgia. I don't know why. I got that feeling in my gut that just like Georgia's somehow gonna give us fits. Because we haven't seen him before. We don't know what we're looking at. I have no idea. And Marceau's on short rest. I think the hitting is going to be fine. I was. I, they always play a weird one, so I don't know. Hmm. I hope LSU's hitting is not very streaky because it tends to be. You'll get those. You'll, you'll, you'll get six hits in the first inning and then not hit the ball again until the eighth. Yeah. And that's what happened with Bama in the, the first game of the series. Yeah. What they need to do is just, I mean – Put the ball on the ground, force Georgia to make uh, mistakes. I don't know their fielding percentage or anything if they commit a lot of errors or not. But I would I would force them to make mistakes, and then you like those are that's for guys for like you know Doty, Malazzo, people like that. Put the ball on the ground, run it out, force them to throw you out. Because a pop up a pop up is ten times easier to catch than a ground out, like to field a ground out every time. Because you have to because you're beating out the runner on that, you just catch it. It's easy, Especially though. when you have runners like Trey Morgan. <laughs> well, Trey Morgan, I'm not worried about him. He, he's he's going to hit it into the outfield yeah, every he's time. Gonna, he gets good hits. I mean, he can he can put that ball where he wants it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, how much uh, pressure and motivation will both teams – well, how much motivation will uh, each team have given the pressure of the situation where it's essentially winning you're in? I think both teams are going to come out like a ball of fire. Yeah. I think tomorrow is like going to be – probably one of the best games to watch in this whole SEC tournament because you, when you're fighting for your life like that, I mean, you tend to – I mean, you get hype. I mean, that's the whole game day mindset. I mean, you come in and you're like – if Paul Maneri could just look him in the eye and say, guys, we got to win this game, can you do it? I mean, you think they're not going to answer that bell? They're going to come out Hopefully. the ball fire. Uh, is there any way LSU makes a regional if they lose this game? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Like I don't, I don't even know. I'm so concerned about the whole situation that I don't even want to think about it till after the game tomorrow, and then I can start really researching it and see where we're gonna end up. I'll say it's not possible, but you're essentially just kind of like putting it on the baseball gods and hoping that they'll look yeah. at your. Hey, it's LSU. I know them. They have six championships. We'll put them in. Yeah, you I know think. What I mean, it's like tomorrow. You win tomorrow. You need just a little bit of luck just to get the nod. Mm-hmm. And, but if you lose tomorrow. You're basically looking at it and you're saying, we need a miracle here. We need to luck out bad. And then at that point, you're probably going to play at Arkansas or something as a three seed, and they're going to just wreak havoc on you. Mm-hmm. I will say LSU is currently 21st in RPI and a staggering third in strength of schedule. <laughs> Dear Lord. For comparison, Georgia's 41st in RPI and 12th in strength of schedule. That's just I think that's just the SEC, though. It didn't help that we played, you know, we played Mississippi State, who Ole Miss, was really good. Arkansas, Vanderbilt. Yeah, your SEC East opponent was Vanderbilt. You didn't play Florida this year, who was also good. I'm surprised they didn't just tack them on for fun against us just so they could watch them beat us. <laughs> yeah, because that would have happened. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll end it here, or not end this segment right here. Um, do you think LSU wins this game, yes or no? Mm, yes. I'll go yes as well. I think they do. I, I think they pull it out. I think, I think you just got to get clutch just a little bit, just enough. 
to win this game, and then everybody can have a sigh of relief. You're like, hey man, you're gonna play in a regional. We don't we don't know if you're gonna make it out of the regional. We don't know where you're going. We don't know anything. But LSU sports season isn't over. We still hey, got we still got softball though. If we get softball, the, baby. It, yeah. By the way, they're doing great. Playing Florida State at home Thursday through Saturday. Two wins, and they go to Oklahoma City. Yep. Um, let's do something that every coach hates. <laughs> um, we're gonna look ahead. <laughs> look past this game. Uh, if LSU wins this game, we've mentioned it before, they would play Arkansas, the best team in the country. Um, do you think there's any way LSU could upset Arkansas? Okay, I wouldn't say it's impossible. 2%. I would say I would say that Arkansas doesn't care. Arkansas is probably gonna be the first national. That's seat. fair. They're not looking. They're not looking at. It's like the it's like the conference tournament in basketball. They they've already decided who's the top sixteen seeds. They already know. Now they're trying to get down to the nitty gritty of like, all right, who who needs to be in for this? You know, they win a game they're in. Like the first sixteen seeds are decided. Arkansas doesn't need to win this game. I promise mm-hmm. you. Yeah, they really don't. They can just. They're the one seed. Don't. They're yeah. gonna be the one seed. They're the that's it. So you know that's the, that begs you the question. So do they put their guys on rest? Mm. Do you let them rest or do you go? No, I think they'll play at least one game. The problem is their reliever is that guy, I forgot his name, and he's got the best ERA in the country of like point zero six and he just abuses opponents. And Man, he probably lit up like one earned run. I wanna know who that earned run was. Because he, he they might get <laughs> legend. Him, Arkansas might mail him a medal, say, Hey, congratulations. Uh, you're the one guy. Yeah. So overall that's the thing that um you if you see that guy and you're not winning, yeah. you're just if you're not winning at that moment, you ain't winning. Because that guy shuts everybody down. Because I know, for a matter of fact, that LSU will not be the team to put six on them. Mm-hmm. There's probably some teams that could maybe do it. There's some good baseball teams out there. LSU is not the team We're to do it. We're not one of them, no. No. Um, if we go to a, a regional, is there any specific location you'd like to go to? I'd like to go to Louisiana Tech. That's right. I want to go to Rust. I would go to that. I, I would go to Rustin. so go to Rustin. I, I got mean, some friends in Rustin. I can stay with them. We go watch them baseball. It'd be the one thing they could do for all year. It's like their biggest event. Oh, yeah, th- th- they'd have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing they oh, can I'd do. I'd love to go to Ruston. Yeah, Ruston's my favorite. I mean, like, Austin. Maybe I could drive to Austin. Austin's not a bad drive. You can yeah. make it. Mm, yeah. Starkville. Go to Stark Vegas. Stark Vegas. Maybe so. Maybe so. Oxford, maybe. I would hate to go to an SEC opponent. I'd rather go to Texas yeah. than go to an SEC opponent. We've seen them all. We don't need to see you again. You That's already fair. beat us. We don't need you or, in our lives anymore. Or, or a Conference USA opponent. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> Louisiana Tech. I can't believe that is such garbage. LSU dominated them twice and like. See, but that's okay because if you go and play in their regional, you got a chance of making a super regional on a season that yeah. looks like it was in shambles. You just rise from the ashes and go win a regional. People would be thr- that. Also makes pulmonaries. You never kind of you gotta think about this. <gasps> gotta no, think about those things. No, if they win and they go to the super regional, they'll they'll keep him. You gotta, you gotta think about these things. You wanna look ahead. That's how you look ahead. Darn, that's rough. Yeah, no, but uh, I think if we do go to Rustin, I'd be like, well, going to the Super Regional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depends who that number two team is, but yeah, they're that they'll probably be a, a mean second seed. It's probably yeah. gonna be like the best second seed, like number seventeen is probably going to Rustin. Yeah, <laughs> and then then be like, all right, well, we well, maybe maybe who Never knows? Know. We'll see. We'll maybe we'll get put in with Fairfield. Ooh. The random, I love the random teams that come out of nowhere oh, and yeah. are just good for a year, like Fairfield. Oh, uh, was it Cal State Fullerton was a year in twenty seventeen? I do twenty. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. We they went all the way to um Omaha. Went to Omaha. I think they they won a game too. Yeah, I think they I did. I don't think they then, were knocked out. Then Oregon State whooped them, and then we beat Oregon State. That place right after after Oregon State whooped us in the first round. Right? Yeah, yeah, they played Cal State Fullerton. So. Mm-hmm. 
Good times. Yeah, I remember that regional. I remember that Omaha. That was a good year. Good times. Should have won it that year. Probably. Still hurts. And that's I guess that's a great place where to end the podcast mm-hmm. is in pain and misery because <laughs> that's what this team does to us. So um, for Nathan Long, for Tyler Vizo, this has been the Hodges Huddle. Go Tigers.